Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to a new week of Am I Worthy, the podcast. I hope that you've had an amazing week as it is the final week of January of 2021. And y'all, I am... I'm really excited to be entering, Feb- entering February and that February is my one year anniversary of blogging. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Gabby Thorne. I am a faith blogger. I am a campus ministry intern. And if you want to follow me, which duh, you should, <laughs> uh, my information is listed in the show notes. So when you click on episode and you look at details about this episode and so definitely follow button, hit that subscribe now button because episodes are dropped every Friday. When I started to this journey of blogging, I did not anticipate a podcast coming yeah, this it, this whole podcast is blog is just a testament of that God gets the glory for everything. And today is our twenty sixth podcast episode. Whoop 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 whoop! I am so excited. I'm just I just can't believe how this also just like I was talked uh just like the blog has just continue to grow and so thank you so much for being on this journey whether it's your first time or you've tuned in every single episode or you just randomly clicked on this podcast so earlier so well right before I started uh to get ready for this episode and so for every episode first um first most always pray I always pray on it before I um get on this mic and just ask God to humble me in my heart and I also sometimes I reflect before I start podcasts and it's the same with blog posts or everything because this stuff takes time. If you think I just hop up on here and nothing is planned, phew, you do not see the planning process. All right. And so I was reflecting and I was thinking about a scripture that I had posted a few weeks back of James two seventeen. In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But so in thinking of how this has come, that this is 26 podcasts later, I can only thank God and then also reflect on just how much he has grown myself, but also just grown. I don't honestly, he has grown the way that I have thought about dreams. He has thought about the way that I think about what I want in life. For instance, literally a year, even six months ago, what I wanted for my life, what the dreams I had and everything, it has changed. For instance, I remember it was like literally a week ago. I, w- I was just kind of like worried about the next state, the next stage of ministry because God doesn't just call, call someone to a ministry for a moment, but for uh, like for a movement. So for life and right now with um, ending my campus ministry in- internship in a few months, I've been reflecting on. I've been reflecting, discerning, praying on, praying for revelation and everything. And God finally gave me that revelation and I'll announce it um, in time. And with that revelation comes a lot of preparation as well. And so in thinking of how these next few months that I'll be transitioning to another stage of ministry, I've just been um, starting to think of ways I can prepare, the ways I can prepare plan and everything and then also I realized that this revelation took a while not because God because I was waiting on God because God was waiting on me to do something called submit Mm. 
And so with some of us, we're waiting on God to do or move or whatever. But the qu- the question is, are we in full submission? And to, to submit to God means to um, pray, of course, and say, Lord, I submit this to you. So for instance, for me, I had to submit worry to him. I had to submit, God, I trust you in my future. That is so, so it was so hard to do. Yeah, I had to do it. Um, submission is saying, God, I trust you. If that's the most simplest definition of it, submission is saying, God, I trust you. It could, because if we don't trust God, how are we going to be obedient, but be obedient with joy? And that's why I think that this, the term between being obedient to God versus being fully, being fully submitted to God turns when we fully submit to God, that's when we start to look at the plans, the dreams, the goals or whatever that God has, has for us for. Like, for instance, I think about when uh, my 26th birthday. So that is how old am I? I'm 20, 23, 23. Um, that is three years from now. And so when I think about when I turn 23 September in September, three years from now, I think about the dreams of how what is a God plan versus a me plan versus a only but God plan. And for me, I've been starting to plan only but God plans. And it feels so scary to even write these things down. And I encourage you to do the same. Do you confine God to a box or do you or do you confine yourself to who God has called you to be? Because those are two completely different things. They are completely, completely different. And this brings me to today's uh, the topic for today is How do I let go of my plans? And so I just gave you the first tool, submission. Just submit fully to God. Pray on it. God, I submit and insert blank. This can be, this can be your future. This can be your present. This can also be your past. Have you submitted your past to God and that you have past failure? You have past relationship. You have past trauma, whether it's childhood, whether it's what someone said to you or whatever. Submit, submitting these things to God is going to bring you to what you need to that, that word of where God wants to take you. And so the first tool of how to submit to God is, of course, submission. The second tool of how to let go of your plans is to dream. And when I say dream, dream to God's dreams. So and the story of Daniel, right? So there was Daniel, there was Daniel Shatrach in um um a bit a bit ago. And this is within the book of Daniel, within the Bible. And the three and so the three of them had even a faith. They had this faith whereas God you um, even if we get thrown into the fire and this, this fire is talk is in reference to, uh, one of the Kings during that time had forced all or, it, well, yeah, it was forced. He had forced everyone within this kingdom or whatever to bow down to these, uh, what was it? Like golden statues, basically. So it's worship of false gods and that still exists even today. It might not, might not be statues, but it could be something else. If it, Jesus is the way, the truth and life. So the only way that you get to God is through Jesus. And so anything else than other than that is a false God point blank period, mm, put, put ink on that too. <laughs> and so I think about the story. The, so going back to the, the book of Daniel is that Daniel had even in faith. And then also through him having this even in faith, the way that God used him to interpret dreams and so much more was only but God. And so a second tool of how you let go of plans is that 
you have to dream while also you have to dream according to God's will. So when I say this, I mean um, that whether it's your career, your health, your finances, your ministry, or even, yeah, anything, right? You have to fully submit it to God while also just dream big, just dream big. Because if it's a God plan, it's going to come to reality. And I had a blog episode of uh, Is God My Co-Signer? And I would definitely recommend you go and watch that video. Just go back and watch it. It's It'll be in the show notes. So when you click on the show and you touch the details, because your dream according to God's will it's going to change your desires it's going to change what you want and also it's going to change the way you work it will change the way that you work because when you're working when you're doing or whatever or when you're working at your dream it is going to bring glory to God and also that for God to get the glory is going to be the mission behind what you do this reminds me of in Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ who you are serving. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs and there is no favoritism. And this is Col- Colossians 3.23-25. And if and this is uh within the Bible no- Bible notes. Um that I mean I said Bible notes, the show notes too. So just click on it and you'll see it there. And so to go according to God's will is gonna change the way you we work and then also it is going to change um a lot about our hearts. God's gonna refine us during that process. If you expect to go according to God's God's will and God's dream, but you don't change the person, that is so foolish. That sound that might sound very harsh to some of you, but I'm saying that out of love. I'm not saying that out of hate. If you expect to go through a process where you are living, working, doing whatever the dream that God has, the God going to the God's will and living in your, in the dream that is according to God's will, but you and you expect it to be just sunshine, butterflies, and no process, and no process. That is very foolish. For instance, in the Bible, right? There's a story of, of Joseph within um, book of Genesis. And Joseph had went through a pop process before he got to a palace. Literally when he was a, I don't know if he was exactly a young child, but within his younger times, God had given him a vision of how he'll um, kind of like be above his brothers and, and everything. And if I went through the whole story of Joseph, we, we will be here for an hour, but <laughs> I'm not trying to be here for an hour. And I don't think you want to hear me for an hour. <laughs> but if you do, let me know. <laughs> DM me. But um, so Joseph had went through this whole process, a very long process before he got to the palace. Right. But he stayed obedient to God. He stayed working and going to God's go. And so. For some of all, you want to let go of plans. That's what you have to do. You have to expect a process. To not expect a process is foolish. I said it, and I'm saying it again. To not expect a process to receive the to receive everything, um, the abundant life and everything that God has for you is very foolish because it's about us looking more like Jesus. It's about us um bringing glory to God before anything else, before it's just getting something, right? Think of a child. Some of you have children. Think of if you just gave your two-year-old a brand new car and just told them to drive it they would mess it up they would squander it they would they could even hurt themselves and for some of y'all y'all are mad at god or whatever that you're not going to the next or whatever but honey god's protection is real 
God's protection is real. Would you rather him have you go through a process, mess it up, and then you live years and years and years trying um, trying to fix this mess? Or would you rather be in position, be in God's will, even if it hurts, even if it's pruning, or you just get something in a moment, but then years down the road, it's messed up because you messed it up and you weren't prepared for it. So I don't know about you, but... I want to I want to go through the preparation process because it's not all just about what I see just as faith is um just as within in Hebrews 11:1 1. now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see and, and this is kind of very similar to within Romans of how faith is faith um faith Faith is of things un- unseen and not of things seen. If it's not a hope, if it doesn't start as a hope, how is it faith? If you can see it, it's not faith. It's just reality. And some of y'all are living in reality and you aren't living in faith. And you're wondering why you're not going to the dreams and you're not letting go of your plans. It's because you are just um, focusing on what you see and you're not focusing on the word, the mission. Also, you're not spending time with God. If you're not spending time with God, how are you going to closer to God? So y'all, I'm not trying to come for you. I'm trying to help you grow um, closer to God and get to God. So tonight, even if you haven't prayed and you haven't spent time, literally spent a whole hour with God, I challenge you to spend a whole hour with God, even if it's worship music or even no worship music, if it's distracting you, I, I encourage you tonight to spend a, an entire hour with God. It doesn't matter how busy your schedule is. It doesn't matter what contracts you need to review tomorrow night. Spend a whole entire hour with God just sitting at his face, just sitting, praying. Even if you cry or whatever you have to let out, even if you haven't done it in years, I encourage you to do that. All right. So y'all do that. Do that. And another point of how you let go of plans is that you have to establish goals. And so when I say establish goals, I'm talking about relationships. I am talking about friendships. We write these vision boards and um, this and that or, or read these plans or whatever. But many times when we write these plans, we do not include friendships. Y'all, do you know how important relationships and the people you are connected to are? Y'all, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen time after time again, whether it's a person that I met a year ago, a person who I don't know, maybe, maybe even a school, like a, a an old teacher of how the relationships that I have built from years from now have still shifted into my now. Relationships are important. I do not believe in burning bridges. I truly do not believe that. And it would probably take something very, very, what's the word? It would personally for me, it would ha- I would have to go through a very traumatic or just very disgusting situation to to burn a bridge. I do not believe in burning bridges. And also you're um, say, for instance, you're a person, you're leaving a job, whatever. Do not burn a bridge with an, an employer, even if that employer was trash, even if that employer didn't treat you right, even if that employer made you mad or whatever. Do not burn a bridge. Do not burn a bridge. I think about um Years ago, when I had worked at Panera, there were plenty of times when I wanted to punch my manager in the throat when he made me mad. I was irritated when it would be time to get off work, but I had to stay longer because the lines continued to grow. And okay, I'll be honest with that one manager. All right, I was young, <laughs> but with that one manager, uh, probably burnt bridge. But with all the other managers, I we like they I followed them on Facebook and like we what's the word friend each other on Facebook and everything. And so y'all just don't, don't burn a bridge if possible, unless it's something really traumatic. 
Um, but I'm not giving you an excuse, but I'm just saying an example. Um, and then also with to let go of your plans and establish goals, um, I would, I I personally feel like make multiple categories. So say for instance, career, professional, career, professional, personal, relationship, friendships. And that's a lot of categories, but you don't have to do every single one. But I recommend when you're establishing goals or whatever to put make the, put them in the categories. If you're a person who like organization like me. And then also when you're um when you establish these goals, you have to move. Going back to the beginning when I talked about James two two seventeen, how faithful God works is that we will if we if God has given us a vision, we get God's given us a plan and everything, it's going to come to reality. God's word is sovereign. God's word is not just a word that he gave um five five months ago that you have you will have a baby or whatever and it's not gonna come reality even even if every single pregnancy test shows you otherwise. God's word is sovereign. God's word is just that even if you had um sickness or whatever and God says you're going to be healed God's word is God's word it, it might not come in the timing that we expect but God's word is God's word and so when we are establishing goals we have to move we have to make progress say for instance health right God promised that we will be healed or whatever. Yes, hold on to God's promise. Yeah, also, we have to take part. We have to be in position to receive God's blessings and everything. And so say we have diabetes or something like that, right? But we, we, and God told, had, God has given us a promise that we will be healed or whatever, but we're not moving. We're not growing. We are not doing anything right to, um, move to, move to God's go. How is he, yes, he can heal us while also God does want us to take part, a part of the process, right? He wants us to take part. Think about our relationship. Um, I think about, uh, say I'm about to enter a relationship, right? And day one, day, the first day outing, whatever we have, right? We sit down, we talk about what, what are your goals in this relationship? Well, then also, how do you communicate? How do you process stuff, right? Because we both want to make sure that before we are entering something, before we are entering potentially um, a, mar- a marriage that is going to bring glory to God, because that's what marriage is about. Before we are entering this, what what like what what do you want? And then also, how can I take a part of this process? Mm. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with having a relationship with God. We have to put ourselves in position. And so we have to work while also work to God's work. And so. And also with letting go of God's plan, uh, letting to of how to let go of, of plans is you have to remember the provision. If God said a word, if something was prophesied over you and it was even bigger than you can imagine, just as God will do abundantly more than we can ask, think or imagine. If any of this happened, it's going to come reality and it'll come in God's timing. Yet we have to take a part of it. And we have to know that God is Jehovah Jireh. He is a provider. He is y'all. He is Yahweh. He is so much more than we can think. And so before we head out, I will leave you with this before you spend that time. Like I, I said um, earlier, that hour was just praying to God and everything. I leave you with Ecclesiastes. Say. Or spending special attention, paying attention to Ecclesiastes 11.4, but let's go all the way from Ecclesiastes 11.1 through 6. In NIV version, 
Ship your grain across the sea. After many days, you may receive a return. Invest in seven ventures. Yes, in eight. You do not know what disaster may come upon the land. If clouds are full of water, they pour rain on the earth. Whether a tree falls to the south or to the north in the place where it falls, there it will lie. Who? This is for whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. As you do not know the path of the wind or how the body is formed in a mother's womb, so you cannot understand the work of God, the maker of all things. Sow your seed in the morning and at evening. Let your hands not be idle. Idle means lazy. For you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that or whether both will do equally well. So y'all, we want to let go of plans. We got to put in the work. We got, we have to move. We have to plant. And then also God's a provider. And so remember that when you move, you do, you grow and you become. I love you. Follow me on Instagram. Um, and so love you. And I shall see you next week. And thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited. We are a couple weeks away, of course, to one year anniversary of the blog on Instagram. Follow me. And thank you so much for 26 episodes later. So I love y'all and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.